I'm receiving their signal now, sir. They're Jedi. I'm calling their bluff. Signal them to come aboard. I want to meet these Jedi. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns, or figs of thistles? I feel the path forward is clouded. Vague and fractured hopes. The threads of fate do not lie. Perhaps it is time to begin again. The past is the past. Move forward. By their fruits, you shall know them. The Force has a dark and a light side. That's black magic and white magic. The doorway into the occult is an altered state of consciousness. Let the Force take over. That's an altered state of consciousness. Yoda is a yogi. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. We'd rather reprove them. Soka means love and light. Welcome to Conspiracy in the Force, Season 3, Star Wars and the New Age Deception. With me, Conspiracy Kyle. Kyle. All things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. to another episode of Conspiracy in the Force. I'm your host, Conspiracy Kyle. On this episode, we'll be diving into the first two episodes of the Ahsoka series, part one called Master and Apprentice, and part two called Toil and Trouble. Now, as we've discussed in the lead-up episodes to this, this season of my podcast, I will be focusing on the New Age elements and beliefs in the Star Wars universe and how these stand in stark contrast to the Christian beliefs found in the Bible. I'll also be sprinkling in some conspiracy slash political discussion if story elements lend to that type of narrative. So let's get into it. At the beginning of part one, there's some symbolism regarding wolves in sheep's clothing, deceivers claiming to be one thing, but are anything but. Let me first read from the Bible, Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 20. This is from Jesus during his Sermon on the Mount teaching. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes, or thorns, or figs, or thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. 
but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. So in the beginning of part one, we see two people boarding a New Republic star cruiser claiming to be Jedi and asking to talk with the prisoner, Morgan Elsbeth, someone who is believed to know the location of the missing Imperial Grand Admiral Thrawn, which FYI, the crux of this season is a search for Thrawn by good and evil forces. Good forces want to make sure he doesn't revive the now defunct Empire, and the evil forces want to join forces with him for ultimate power. Anyways. These characters are confronted by the ship's captain, and he doesn't believe their story. And sure enough, they reveal themselves to be evildoers, possibly former Jedi, and they kill all aboard and rescue Elspeth. An interesting lesson to learn from this situation is this. The ship's captain knows there is something amiss about these individuals claiming to be Jedi. He confronts them, but he does so with a position of arrogance. Here's a clip. Thank you for allowing us to come on board, Captain. If you don't mind me saying, it's quite a surprise meeting Jedi out here. <laughs> Our existence remains a mystery to most, Captain Hale. I bet it does. You put on a good show, but uh, I don't buy it. I don't understand. You're no Jedi. Just some overconfident Imperial trash who just pushed their luck too far. Allow me to show you our identification. You're right about one thing, Captain. We are no Jedi. So the Captain thought they were just some random ex-Imperials. And he thought in his own personal wisdom and pride that he could handle this threat but he could not. As Proverbs 16, 18 famously says, pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Now FYI, I'm reading from the King James Version here, so haughty is defined as arrogant, or a feeling of superiority. So, that being said, I would encourage all of you out there to seek God's wisdom and ask for his discernment, as we in our power may not be able to fully understand all the deceptions of the devil. Many New Age beliefs and philosophies have crept into the Christian churches and philosophies of believers, and many of these beliefs sound Christian at their core. But that's where discernment comes in. Here's a quote from the Apostle Paul's letter to the churches in Galatia about those spreading a different form of gospel. I'm reading from Galatians chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, which is basically the same thing said twice. But though we or any angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so now I say again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. And so what exactly is that gospel? Well, to boil it down clearly, one of the best places to look is the first few verses of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, which is considered one of the earliest creeds of the Christian faith believed to be passed on from the disciples to the people shortly after Jesus' death 
and resurrection, and then also passed on to the Apostle Paul after his conversion. Here's 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory which I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I had received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Now obviously there's more verses after that, and there's also much more to believing in Christ and living your life in a way that honors him. But this basic creed is a good reminder to keep balanced in the faith about what Christ means and what to set our foundation on. If others, like the wolves in sheep's clothing, seek to pervert this gospel by adding or subtracting from it, be very, very wary. Now later on in this episode, there were two quotes from Ahsoka that could have New Age interpretations. Here's the first quote. This is in regards to how Ahsoka got the prisoner Morgan Elsbeth to talk in order to get information from her. From her. How did you get her to tell the truth? Liang, the order doesn't exist anymore. Let's just say I didn't follow standard Jedi protocol. So here we have the symbolism of a new eon, where former Jedi like Ahsoka and her droid companion, the former Jedi Temple teacher Huang, don't have to be shackled by the restraints of Jedi dogma anymore. This is the pure definition of the New Age movement in our world. Going back to the late 1800s and early 1900s, the seeds were planted by occultists like Aleister Crowley and Helena Blavatsky and Eastern mystics that started to bloom into the 60s and 70s cultural revolution, spread by entertainers like the Beatles and movements like the Goddess Dead movement. People started to discuss how the Age of Aquarius was upon us, and this exact lyric was popularized in the Broadway musical Hair, with a song called Aquarius, or as it is also known, Let the Sunshine In. It was clear to the movers and shakers in entertainment that the age of Pisces, or the fish, representing Jesus for the past 2,000 years, was over. The dogmatic Christian viewpoints would be cast aside for a new age. Here's some lyrics from the song. When the moon is in the seventh house, and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planets, and love will steer the stars. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Harmony and understanding, sympathy and trust abounding, no more falsehoods or derisions, golden living dreams of visions, mystic crystal revelation in the mind's true liberation. So what are they saying here? No more falsehoods as in the proper religion of Christianity? And then what takes its place? Visions, crystal revelation, liberation. Just like Ahsoka, the time had come for people to just live their own truth, live their own lives, and to be their own gods. The epitome and summary of the New Age deception is pretty aptly captured in this one song. So to continue on with this line of thinking, here's another quote from Ahsoka, this one about why she walked away from training Sabine to be a Jedi. I walked away from Sabine. I'm sure you had your reasons. Sometimes even the right reasons have the wrong consequences. So applying this to the New Age, many New Age followers likely think that they're choosing the right path for their lives. As former New Ager Carol Matriciana explains in her book, 
Gods of the New Age, which I highly recommend, as well as the documentary by the same name, there were some technically positive, non-problematic elements associated with New Age teachings. But it was how they were yoked and mixed in with other theologies and anti-Christian philosophies that became problematic. Here's a quote from Carroll's book. Many of the practices applied in New Age programs cannot be dismissed as all bad, because in themselves they may be beneficial. For instance, keeping physically fit is commendable. Understanding and developing a healthy and emotional and spiritual life is essentially good too. But too much emphasis on self can consume a person. The problem with New Age lies in the mix. By cleverly combining, one can cause even a child to eat something he doesn't really want. Disguised spiritual cyanide is being swallowed today by millions of unsuspecting people. Now back to Ahsoka. For all we know, Ahsoka may have been leading Sabine astray from the true Jedi path by not being fully aware of the force of the Jedi path herself, which would mirror the point we made about the New Age. This could in fact be the case, since it appeared that she used some evil tactics, possibly even torture, on Elsbeth, something that showcased how Ahsoka could pick or choose from good force use or evil force use at her discretion. Of course, as we know, white magic and black magic are two sides of the same coin. As the Bible states, in God there is no darkness. See 1 John 1.5. 5. So that does it for this episode of Conspiracy in the Force. There wasn't a whole lot of meat on the bones to chew on in these episodes, in my opinion. But I will have to do a deeper dive in the future into the witchcraft slash occultic elements that appeared with Morgan Elspeth in her Night Sisters connection soon. Now that could be a whole episode on its own. Oh yeah, and one final note before we're done. I did think it was interesting in part two how the New Republic shipyards were managed and staffed by ex-Imperials. Now here's a quote from the manager regarding the transition from the Empire to the New Republic. This was one of Morgan's facilities. She supplied raw materials used in the construction of hyperdrive generators for Imperial-class Star Destroyers. Now we're taking them apart and using the cores to power the new ships in the defense fleet. Do the facilities still employ any of her former staff? Of course, there's no other way to remain operational. An empire doesn't just become a republic overnight. You will still find ex-imperials at every level of the new republic government. Now, it's basically conspiracy candy at this point that everyone knows, but you get a distinct Operation Paperclip narrative from this sentiment. And like here in America with the ex-Nazis staffing agencies like NASA and others, we will continue to see fallout from this in future episodes of the Ahsoka series. Again, like New Age philosophy, which has some elements of good, like the New Republic, adding into the mix some bad stuff, like the ex-Imperials, the whole mixture can be corrupted easily. As the Bible states in Galatians 5.9, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. This is Conspiracy Kyle signing off. Stay tuned for a new episode next week on part three of the Ahsoka series. God bless. God bless.